Orale. Bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFP podcast. This is your host, Jorge Martin. Familia, it's the NFL Insider Series. We're just we're almost halfway through this, uh, thereabouts. And it, and it just keeps it, it just keeps getting we, we just keep hitting that high mark, hitting that high mark, hitting that high mark, just getting so much great analysis looking ahead to the 2023 NFL season for each of the teams and give me a little bit of fantasy t- tidbits. And uh, so I want to make sure that you're following us, that you're subscribing to us on YouTube, Familia FFB on YouTube. Make sure you hit that subscriber button. But our numbers have been growing with this NFL Insider Series. Listen, set up your notifications get these new get all these new shows get them bookmarked go i've got a i've got a playlist specifically for the nfl insider so if you missed one go back up there boom you could get you you could get that check that one out but make sure you check this one out first uh finish checking this one out because this is gonna be a good one i know this is gonna be one that that you're gonna want to check out uh also underdogfantasy.com when you set up a new account with them your first deposit, hundred up to a first hundred dollars, they're going to match you that first hundred dollars. Get into that best ball season. I've been playing for two months now, and uh, you know what, Familia, it, it doesn't matter when you draft. People, people could win. The last two champions have drafted in June, but it could be July, it could be August, Familia get in their in in their underdog fantasy and make sure you use that promo code familia23 familia23 if you want to do it in spanish uh and in any language nuestro amigo greg thompson is just is just has just been awesome this is the third year in a row that he's come on this this podcast with me and uh not only is he an expert when it comes to uh the bills he's also uh, he's also got you know done so much so much content creation on the fantasy football side you can find him at the cover one podcast cover one bills podcast familia let's give a big bienvenido welcome in to our amigo greg thompson welcome 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 yeah i appreciate it looking forward to it. it's always fun to talk uh each year as we get together and i always think like this fourth of july weekend is like where i start to realize oh man we're in the month where training camp's coming back that means fantasy football's coming back uh so i like i'm commissioner of a couple leagues and they started sending out some of my <laughs> initial messages and everything and this is uh when it when it really happens oh this really is just uh it, yeah the best time i just i got i got a couple of alerts over the weekend so it's like okay time to reactivate that league get the get the league chat going and get people excited now uh one thing that that had everybody excited this you know this year so much uh last year and uh something that you know hopefully coming back for this year scott fishbowl and i wanted to start off with that because we both went we both got to the semifinals last year it was kind of fun looking looking there uh you know what what was what was the strategy and uh are you coming back to play this year um so yes uh looking forward to it it's something where i love the fact that there there isn't an obvious strategy because you know scott and everybody involved obviously tweaks or changes the rules each year so that you can't have some predetermined analysis or you can't just have you know some database spit out what to do i think a lot of um whether it's daily, whether it's, um, you know, the best ball, what, you know, some of the different formats have almost turned into just a spreadsheet game and, and taken yeah. some of the fun out of it. So I really love the fact that Scott Fishbowl is perfect because it's obviously great to compete against so many other really smart, intelligent people. I love that there's not some predetermined order to it that just everybody's basically picking off the same draft sheet and it's just a couple little tweaks here or there that you can really skew in different directions so i i played around with 
having kind of kickers as my fill-in last year anytime i needed someone because it made it a little more functional i tried to go heavy on tight ends but also um you know whiffed on on a handful (laughs) of of the tight like many people last year tight end was a just a a graveyard in, in many many spots so um luckily i had some real horses that that carried me you know austin eckler was it was a huge part of it and um you know had several key pieces that really you know carried forward but it was tough it was it was a tough tough haul and uh had a good time with it but fell just short uh but obviously looking forward to another great season this year well my 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 team was uh kind of uh lifted up by josh allen last year Mm -hmm. so i i uh i got the 101 competed actually i I was in one of the live drafts in la and uh and i ended up i i ended up competing and i think i was like I had the third choice of my spot and I said, yeah, you know what, let me just do the one-on-one and Alan was, Alan was, Alan was really good. Even after he hurt his elbow, he was, he was really good. Where are you, where are you picking from? What, have you picked your draft slot yet? Oh uh, yeah. So I think I am, I want, I'm going to push more towards the turn. So I'm going to try Ooh. to go. I think I got 11. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, three pit. What is it? Uh, three picks in the first, like 20, you know, 25 yeah. or 26. Yep. Yep, 100%. That's what I was hoping for. I thought that was at least uh, – I didn't do that last year, um, and I ended up getting in late, and I ended up getting, I think, a sixth spot. So I was fortunate to stumble into Eckler at that spot. Uh, but this year I want to try just a different strategy. So I'm going to hope to get um, – You know, I, I want to have some balance early. I want to have uh, obviously a primary pass catcher and, and probably one of the lead quarterbacks or whoever I can get uh, the best available and then come back and round that out with that 26th pick and hopefully be able to have some balance and then just then let things, you know, leave where they go. I think having a predetermined plan of which positions you're going to pick at each spot is setting yourself up for failure because you can't take advantages of runs in a draft or different opportunities that present themselves. But I think having a plan for your first two or three picks is okay. Um, Especially if you go through and do a lot of mock exercises and figure out, Hey, if I know I like these guys in the middle, but if I go with that position early, it's going to take, it's going to point me away from going with them in the middle. Then you know, okay, maybe you, it does feel like a reach to go an extra two or three spots early, but you realize, hey, I like that build better when it gets yes. there. I know what it looks like if I wait on tight end. I know what it looks like if I wait in quarterback. I don't like that. So even if it's not perfect of when you get Mahomes or Allen or Hertz or whoever it might be, you know that, hey, uh, my cutoff is Lamar Jackson, and that even if it doesn't feel right of when it is big, I know I want one of those top five, five, six guys. I got to be able to reach here. You have to have the confidence in yourself that, hey, I know that's going to work out better because I know all the options that fall to me in the middle here I'm more comfortable with rather than, well, technically I have whatever it is, DeAndre Swift, two spots ahead of this guy and realize that, well, I'm okay with waiting on the running back I'll get versus the quarterback I would get if I wait. And that's all I'm going to try to do is I'm going to have a plan for those first three picks and then let it lead me where it goes. Yeah. You know, I, and I love it. I, I love that. I love that idea of having a plan for the, for the first, for the early on. I'm actually on the opposite side. I'm a, I'm at the one one It worked for me last year and I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, in my chat, my chat, my one chat has just been 
blowing up and it's a shout out 101 sfb chat you guys are awesome that's that whole setup is fantastic (laughs) it's just oh man i've got you know people are just going in and just like throwing it throwing out their ideas i've put in a couple of my mock drafts in there there's a lot of people who are really really want to throw out the idea of travis kelsey at the 101 i it's i can't do it feels it feels uncomfortable. It feels yes. weird, but I will say, so I, I'm a big fan of um, the guys that do the the Ringer fantasy show. So Danny yes. Kelly and Danny Heifetz and those guys, um, you know, they kind of laid out where it feels weird. It feels like, oh, this is the year he's going to get old and he's going to slow down. And then last year, you can make an argument. He had the most valuable fantasy season of any position in fantasy history. He was so much better than every other tight end that, you know, you compare it to the, that Michael Vick Eagles season, you compare it to some of the Ladanian Tomlinson seasons or Sean Alexander, you compare it to just some like historically record breaking seasons. He was so much better than everyone else that, you know, you could be justified in taking him there. So I, I don't know if I have the stomach for it. I, I don't know if I can do it either, um, but I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's crazy. I think someone can absolutely make an intelligent build. And we saw zero signs of him slowing down last year, yeah. zero. So I know people often say that it's not a gradual decline. It's a cliff and you never know. It, it hits for everyone and it will hit for Travis Kelsey. I, yeah, I feel like right now his floor is so high that even taking him at 101 and what you're giving up and whether it's Josh Allen, whether it's Christian McCaffrey, whether it's Justin Jefferson, whatever your flavor is and, and where you prefer to go, his floor is so high at tight end that I feel like you can't mess it up there. Now, maybe you'll regret it in hindsight. They're like, oh, man, I could have had and Justin Jefferson goes for. 150 and 1900 yards or something crazy um but i just feel like you won't lose your draft by taking travis kelsey literally at any spot i think that he's that safe of a floor with again what do you what do you have last year 122 catches for 1300 yards like he's He's the safest thing that exists right now in fantasy. So uh, maybe besides Josh Young, uh, that it's <laughs> it's at least understandable um, that it's there. So I think in this format, I agree. I would probably go with someone like a Josh Allen, a Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, like someone that you just feel rock solid. That hey, that is my pillar that I can build. That's my tent pole I can build around going forward. And I know I have that rock solid one. And then if I hit anywhere else we can really do something. So I agree. That's where my head would be at, yeah. but the people arguing for it are not crazy. Oh, and and I've seen some of the builds with Travis Kelsey and I'm just like, I don't hate it. I really <laughs> don't hate it. You, you know, um, I would say you need to feel really good about your quarterback targets. Yes. As long as you feel really good that, Hey, I think this is my guy. I think this is where the breakouts coming. I think that, um, this is the perfect setup for Derek Carr or, Hey, I, I really feel strongly that um, you know, Lamar is going to have his MVP season or whatever it is. Like you have this really strong feeling that this is going to be, or Hey, uh, Bill O'Brien is going to unlock Mac Jones. Like whatever it is, whatever your gut feeling is, if you feel really strong about one of those, grab Travis Kelsey and go with your gut. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, you gotta, you really got to hit and you, yeah. you probably have to, you actually, you could st- 
I think first quarterback at the end of the, at the end of the second round and and actually you know at at the end of the second round but that it's that turn and it dries up by the time by the time you get to the third round and it you know the quarterbacks but you got to really hit on that second quarterback and I I'm just not I'm not comfortable with with how I'm going to do it I'm I'm there may be a tie I I love Travis Kelsey he I've got him on a on a dynasty team that's going to that's going to that's going to do well but I may be when it comes to Scott Fishbowl, I may be talking about like I, I may be looking at drafting some of the guys that were you know a guy or two that we're going to be talking about in a little bit. All right, so, all right, yeah, I like we'll it. Be, I like we'll it. We'll be talking about that. Uh, so uh, this this is awesome. I love this. I love this, Scott. You're the best. You're the best. He is amigo. amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Now, are you doing are you doing a live draft or a or a uh, slow draft? Yes, I am uh, going to be trying to do my first. I did uh, slow draft last year, and I regretted it because I wanted to go back and do one in Buffalo. So I'll be going back to draft in Buffalo this year. Fantastic, fantastic yeah, live drafts. Really live Scott Fishbowl drafts are just just absolutely I, fantastic. Live I, drafts are what fantasy football yes. is. Like I, I know. Um, so the guys over at, at football guys, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of everything that they built for the longest time and everything they had put together. Um, I know that David Dodds and, and Joe Bryant will always say that, yes, fantasy has evolved beyond that home league and what's there. There are so many other options. It's really cool. Everybody should do all the things they like to do, but 12 friends and neighbors and family members getting together in somebody's garage and talking trash about what's there and then playing each other all during the season where you're worked up about when you're playing that coworker that you're on the same project with or you're playing against your spouse or it's your brother or it's your best friend or your college roommate and that that still matters like oh man I'm going to get him this week and then having that championship trophy amongst that group of people that's fantasy football like that is what fantasy football is. So um, all the dads in my neighborhood, we're all in a league together. And my favorite thing, my longest running league, we are about to enter our 20th season is all my friends, all the same guys from college. We've all been playing together and everyone in the league has been in now for 14 plus years. Oh. Uh, the exact same guys in the same league. It's my favorite thing in the world and getting all the, I mean, everybody flies back in for the draft. We all live all over the country now, Labor Day weekend. We all come back together. It's my favorite thing in the entire world. That group text on my phone is my favorite group text in the world. That's what fantasy football is to me. So um, I love all the amazing things. People like Scott Fish and sponsors like uh, what you guys have with Underdog. They've taken it to a whole new level, but that's fantasy football to me. Oh, fantastic! And I'm all, and hey, familia, make sure you're playing those uh, Scott Fishbowl satellites in the in Underdog. Yeah, already, come join us next year. I'm I'm already in one right now, so let's do it. Yeah, I, oh man, familia, all you have to do is look at the trophy smack video from last year when we were at that draft, and just uh, yeah, that that fun. But yeah, you're right. There is nothing better than just a, a good live draft. My familia draft takes five hours because we're drinking and barbecuing and yes, jumping in the pool should. and talking trash to each other. And it's it's usually about a triple digits and we're by, you know, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 